Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Streaker Sports. I'm Clark. Garrett's with me. Say hey, Garrett. Hello. We're back with uh, another sports review. It was an action-packed weekend. Great weekend for football. I think last night was a great night for football as well. Rams, Chiefs. What did you watch the game, Garrett? Yes, I did watch the game. I was uh, drinking some whiskey, grilling out on the grill, so that was good. So let's let's get right into it. Rams Chiefs last night, beautiful game. I I got drunk on it. I, I wasn't even drinking. I got drunk on the football. Loved it. What do you What do you think, Garrett? Yeah, I in, I enjoyed the game. It it stressed me out a lot actually, so I didn't enjoy it as much because uh, my whole fantasy was riding on that last night. So my yeah, believe it or not, I, that was something I want to talk about too. Heading into last night's game, I was down about fifty points. Yep. I was down more than that. I was down 70. Came back, won it by maybe, I think it was under 20. But, <laughs> but you know, I thought about it, and I think it's I think it's time to be the bigger man. And Todd Gurley, I'm going to forgive you, all right? You may have point-shaved that one week. This time, I don't, I don't care, man. I'm going to put that aside. We can be friends now, all right? I forgive you. <sighs> Well, Tyreek Hill did it for me. He put up 44 points. But... Oh, oh, yeah. I had him on the team. I had Kelsey, Gurley, and I didn't even want to start the L.A. defense. Yeah. They ended up dropping me over 20 points. Well, you had Mr. MVP throw that terrible throw there at the end for another pick. Uh, I'm sorry. That's just a rookie quarterback panicking on a throw. But he was he was under pressure. He was in a situation he where was. he was trying to win the game. He was, but I this is he, my devil, I thought he just my like, devil's advocate to everybody saying that he deserves MVP this year. That I, is that is me doing that. I thought like he just didn't have the arm strength to make that final throw. But watching it again, it, he got hit while he was throwing. Watch, watching it from behind, he was off the whole way. That ball was ten feet to the left. Uh, I'll give I'll give him credit. I'm just saying I'm I'm not I never I will not and I have not hopped on the. Patrick Mahomes bandwagon MVP train. I, I can agree. I don't think he deserves it. I mean, I mean, no, he's doing great, but he does not deserve it. Well, I think uh, the, I think people are arguing that he deserves it because he came onto the scene so quickly and he just kind of blew up, and nobody was really expecting it. Okay, I think that plays a part in why they want him to be MVP, but I I don't believe that. I mean, uh, they want to give thanks for a lot of stupid reasons. I guess I'm not, I'm I not guess taking anything away true. from him. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I think he. I think he's great. I think Chiefs stand a really good chance at. I. I would say going to the Super Bowl. They're gonna do well. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I. And I'm not gonna get on my rant. But some of the notes that I had last night. Um, that first half, I. It wasn't that great. There was a lot of flags. It seems like the Chiefs were getting flagged almost every play. Yeah, I missed the first half, so I did not get to see that. Oh. Uh, Chief secondary was just getting exposed. They're really targeting Skandrick, and mm-hmm. it seems like every time they threw the ball, there was a pass interference or a defensive holding. So yeah. it, it, the first half took a while. When they adjusted well in the second half, so because they started to figure out that yeah, they're really going to try to go deep on us, throw the mm-hmm. ball on us. Because Todd Gurley, he wasn't used a whole lot, and that going it, looking back, it doesn't surprise me because of the Chiefs' weakness, I would say, is their secondary. Their secondary kind of bounced back in the second half, and you know they didn't get as many pass interference and defensive holding calls. They yeah. kind of adjusted to how the refs were calling it, and you know I give them props for that. That's a sign of a pretty good defense. Speaking of you saying that um, Gurley wasn't used a whole lot there, somebody last night that really didn't step up for him either, though. They, I mean, still pulled out to win, but was um Robert Woods. He made a few catches here and there. He I mean did, and he got touched. I mean he made he did some th- he got his he touches. Didn't, he didn't I think step up like he could have there at the end. I was watching him and it almost seemed like it may have been me. It didn't seem like he was really going at it a hundred and ten percent. Well I, I think another person that stepped up last night was that Reynolds for the Rams. I was saying he's Gonna take the spot of Cooper Cup now. Yeah, he had six uh, six receptions for a hundred or a hundred eighty yards, eighty yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, so. I think I think he stepped up. You know, not not nothing mind blowing, but something still pretty good enough to get him the win. I mean, he was definitely getting more. He was catching more than Robert Woods. Robert Woods last night was he had eleven targets, but only four catches. Yeah, but so. he was probably also getting guarded by the. 
Yeah, I would say number, number one, number two, DB. Mm-hmm. But uh, did you hear some of Booger talking last night? No, him on his little cart. Was he on his cart last night? No, he wasn't. I, I, was, I didn't think so. I was watching it out in the garage um, on my system of my phone hooked up to a speaker. But I didn't see his little cart rolling around the field. No, he w- he wasn't mobile last night. But man, some of the things he was saying was just cracking me up. I don't. I don't think I pay attention. I'm usually just watching the game. Sometimes he says some stuff that I don't understand. <laughs> One of my favorite things he was doing. He was like calling people out that were watching the games. Like all you young pass rushers out there, you know, take note of this. And like all you young QBs, all you young DBs. I was just waiting for him to say, like, all you, uh, all you future general managers, all you future officials take note of this and oh dude he was cracking me up and jason witten was doing really bad like it was a bad night for jason witten but i you know i saw a lot of people ripping on booger on twitter and such but i enjoyed it very much i thoroughly enjoyed you know one thing booger. things that they they do it just cracks me up and last night wasn't so much it just made me think of they were talking about most points scored in like a Monday night football game, then, you know, third most points scored in any game. I don't understand what kind of book they have up there of information, but, like, if you ever listen to a game, they will be like, at some point in that game, well, this is the most points scored by two teams on a real grass field since 1970. I'm like, what book did you find these, like, these records they set? Like, sometimes their records are just, like, ridiculous. I'm like, how did you find them? You ever notice that? Yeah, it's it makes me wonder like why why are you even keeping that stat? Like, like I don't I don't most, think most touches by a running back from a team wearing red. Yeah, I don't in December. I'm like what? I don't I don't understand I just, how those who's stats flipping to the book looking. Yeah, like I don't see how those stats are like important or I don't even know why they they would keep a stat like that. I know, but it just cracks me up. But uh, I cashed out pretty good on that over. It was an easy one. They almost had it at halftime. Yeah, uh, yeah, I should have. I did not. Did I have that? I think one? the over closed at sixty three and a half, and they scored over a hundred, so it was it was real nice. Yeah, when we get to that, I really I've got one that came in very clutch. Mm-hmm. So let's go on to the next one. Bears plus Bears Vikings. Bears won twenty five twenty. It was it was a pretty good game. Um, but I I got some deja vu from this Bears team. All right. Okay. There, if you. Think back to the last couple of years of the NFL, and who does this Bears team remind you of? Just off the bat, don't even think about it. Well, I, if I'm not thinking, I have nothing right now. Do they remind you a lot of the last last year's Jaguars by chance? Really great defense, mediocre offense. I guess so. Yeah, I didn't think of that. I mean, no. two two, me- two mediocre quarterbacks. I would say Trubisky <laughs> and Bortles. Two. You know, some okay running backs. Jordan Howard equals, like, Leonard Fournette. I think it's it's giving me, like, a good... Honestly, though, I It resembles last year's Jags. I don't, yeah. But um, for them this year, too, you've got um, Cohen, who's been doing a lot of work for them, especially that game. I think for their backfield, he deserves a lot of credit, especially these last four or five games. He's stepped up a lot. Yeah. Nothing against Howard, but... Um, I, w- I would say he has Cohen's... Really if I could make a comparison, I would say that Howard and Cohen are similar to Kamara and Ingram in New Orleans. Like uh-huh. Howard is Ingram, good runner, like downhill runner, power back, while Cohen is sort of like Kamara where like he's a threat like catching the ball or running the ball to bust one big, you know? Yeah, yeah. Tariq is definitely a big threat on catching the ball. He usually when I've got him scores all his you know, a lot of his fantasy points off receptions but there's a good back combination right there but an interesting stat from this game well just for the vikings in general kirk cousins his record versus teams that are above 500 is now i think four and 20 so he is it's it shows that he feeds off teams that are you know not winning a lot of games and i think Uh that that was pat his stats and honestly i don't think he's that good i mean if you look at him sunday night most of his like yards and touchdowns came in garbage time when the game was most likely already out of hand. I don't know. I wouldn't agree with that. I think Kirk Cousins is able to. I think he's able to move the ball. I don't think you're giving him enough credit there. I just I'm I'm not buying into the Kirk Cousins hype. I I don't think it's been a hype. I think he's always been a solid quarterback. 
this isn't like a new thing. This isn't the Patrick Mahomes rookie year. Woo, he needs the MVP when there's more, you know, deserving candidates out there that haven't got it before that have done more things than he's done by far and don't, don't collapse under pressure. I would say the Kirk Cousins thing is more of a – he's a, you know, solid quarterback usually – in and out. He may not be great. He may not be with the best teams, but he's able to move the ball. Would you classify him as like more of the Alex Smith type, like a game manager more than like a field general? Like he's not making huge throws and stuff and putting up huge numbers a game. He's just kind of managing it so and carrying out the team's game plan. Like he doesn't. I mean, I guess it makes you between. A, he just keeps trying to get first downs to advance the ball, I'm, and that makes you the difference between a great quarterback and a good quarterback is. One, who you have with you and what you're able to do with who you have on your team. So, I mean, you have to look at who he's got. You know, he's got digs and stuff and Thielen, but he's, he's not always surrounded by a whole slew of, you know, some of the, the best backs and receivers out there. I guess that is true. I mean, as he moves around and stuff, he doesn't always have it, but I think he's able to do what he can on the field, you know, and make the chains move. But uh, flipping it over, I think – if the Bears want to be a playoff contender, they they need to do something with that offense. I don't know if it's changing the scheme of the offense or what, but they definitely need some help. I mean, yeah, their defense is I think the number one scoring defense in the league, but that's that you can't count on your defense to score you most of your points in a game. No, I mean absolutely not. That's not a that's not possible. I mean, it, it is, but yeah, so I think they need to figure something out to do. So to better like use Mitch Trubisky, I don't know if that's you know maybe run some option plays with him, getting him scrambling off play action boots. I'm not sure. Yeah, have, have, as it came out today, I mean, anymore is he injured? Is he gonna play this week? Are they sure? Unsure? I have you seen? I thought last I saw he was. Un- they were unsure if he'd play. I'm I'm not sure. I would assume he's playing. Oh, I thought because he. I haven't really uh, seen anything on him. Give me just a second here. Cautiously optimistic. What kind of answer is that? Uh, the other one was Bears likely to be without Mitch Trubisky on Thursday. Yeah, true. They do play on Thanksgiving, so it's a really short week for them. Mm-hmm. Quick turnaround. So. Do you know who their backup is? Does the article say that? Uh, let me check for us. Uh, veteran backup Chase Daniels. He's got a two-year deal there with them. Um, Chase Daniels. That's. I feel like he that's, played. He I, was played for in um, under Nagy for three seasons in Kansas City. All right, so he's got he. I feel like he has a good fit for the system. That that could be interesting because I think the lines are coming in. You know, they're probably feeling hot off a win over the Panthers. Oh yeah, what a. I'm I'm not sure how I'm not sure how I'm gonna play that one. I guess we'll see. Yeah. So moving on, we're gonna throw it back to last Thursday. Seahawks Packers. Seahawks came out with a yeah. win. Oh, yeah. You know, okay. Packers were up, and then I think we all saw it. I, I think you would agree, McAdams. Aaron Rodgers choked. Yes, I would definitely agree with that statement. And uh, I think we saw, but I think I said something about this a few episodes ago. I think uh, the Seahawks team, you know, I I think I talked about how they would kind of morph into a run-heavy team now that they got Chris uh-huh. Carson back. I think uh-huh. I think we really saw that because Packers punted the ball with five minutes left, and the Seahawks managed to run the ball enough that they just ran off the clock with five minutes left. Oh, yeah, I was definitely going to say that when I was looking at the stats and stuff, too, that they were so much more run-heavy than, by far, I mean, leaps and bounds over uh, the Packers. Yeah. Packers here rocking, you know, Aaron Jones, 11 uh, carries and 40 yards um, and a touchdown. Then you got Jamal Williams for one for five, and then Aaron Rodgers, three-yard scramble. But, uh, yeah, they were just by far, you know, they had, you know, Carson was 83 Penny forty six, Davis twenty six, uh, Wilson seventeen. So with five, so there, so they had. A, I mean, they're just their rushing was by far a lot better. Mm-hmm. And I, I could see the Seahawks squeezing in the playoffs. Now that was that was a rather impressive game to me. Oh yeah, it was yeah, and I think the Packers are gonna have to try to figure something out if they plan on doing anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not saying Rodgers is a bad player. I mean, That's, he, I don't think it's him at all. Per no, se, he, all he made it. some he made some really great throws that night. Like the the deep balls he was throwing, beautiful. All right, but he gets in that pressure situation, third and two, and throws it at his receiver's feet on a, like a flat. That's mm-hmm. that's not good. That's there's something wrong. 
Well, there's always gonna we're always gonna have you know some things like that, but I think the overall picture where they could have made some leaps and bounds is just the coaching for Green Bay. I know we've said that before. Oh yeah, I think I think McCarthy's on the hot seat. I think this. He's more than on the hot seat. Yeah, I think I think it's yeah the seat is on fire. Fair to say he he it was it would resemble sitting in hell. Yeah, he's he's got a he's got a I don't know what his coaching strategy is, but it's not working. It's probably lean on Rodgers and hope for a win. That's exactly what it is. But they're like, it's just it's a whole lot, you know. He needs more options. They need, I mean, options in. You know the routes. They need more guys. Who's his dump guy? You know who's he getting the ball to if they're under pressure? Not let Rogers out there wing it, wing it out and see how far he can throw it. But I have a theory. Mm, God damn it! No, Here this, we is, go. this is a good one. So, you know the NFC North a couple of years ago. I don't think it was that good. It, it wasn't that great, right? Mm-hmm. 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 I, th- I think this could have been McCarthy's like strategy the whole time, and now that you know the NFC North is. A really good division now, so I think that this his strategy just isn't working. Where it could have been the strategy he had for a long time, and like as we see the playing against as the Bears are better this year and stuff, kind of that. Yeah, like before it worked good enough. Vikings are okay, Bears are good, Lions are, you know, middle of the pack. And used to the Packers would just blow all of them out and go to the playoffs. I don't think that works anymore. It's a solid enough theory. It, It makes. It makes sense. So we'll we'll stay in the NFC North for the next one. Lions, Panthers, Panthers lose by one twenty to nineteen. Did you see the final when the Panthers decided to go for two to win the game, McAdams? Yep, they were just trying to win. I know. He there he said it. We we're just we we're going for the win. Well, that didn't came out. You came out with a loss, so well, yeah, I saw that. Well, I th- I think the Panthers had momentum going into that because they were down. They scored that touchdown. Okay, but momentum's all relevant, I, and <laughs> that doesn't mean much if the defense is going to stop you. Yeah, but if you watch the play, he had a guy wide open. I think he just he I, it's I don't want to say two people choking a row, but Cam Newton kind of choked too. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's he he, that's, he had that guy wide open. He just threw it too high. Oh yeah, I mean it was an awful throw. Like it was nowhere near a good throw. I just don't know. You know, the momentum, let's kick the field goal, keep that momentum going into overtime, and try to win this game. Everybody talks about this two-point conversion thing. Should you go for it? Should you not? It seems like every time a team goes for it and they don't get it, everybody's going to say, yeah, you shouldn't go for two, just kick the field goal, kick the PAT. I think it depends on the team. I think it depends on your weapons you have. I don't have a problem with the Panthers going for two in that situation. But I, I think they're like, what are they now? Like, how many they've lost, like... Four games on the road, one one, yeah. Yeah, the road. They already have not bad straight. luck on the road. I think they should. If they use that momentum and go. If they had more weapons, I'm just. If they were maybe the Rams, the Chiefs, the Saints, or even Tom Brady, who I know can make a throw and not overthrow like that, go for two. But their 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 momentum was already, I think, taken away in this plus game being on the road. Yeah, and you know, I I was kind of riding high on the Panthers a little bit. No, oh, you not, were. No, not, you were not, running pretty high. Not you were too, running not pretty too high. high. Not too high. And then the Steelers Just, shut you up. Yeah. The Steelers shut you up. Well, I had some faith in them against the Lions, but, you know, if they can't beat the Lions, that's that's a little worrisome for me. Uh, yeah. I know it's not worrisome for you because that means the Saints would probably just blow them out. The Saints, yeah, the Saints would blow them out. That's not an issue. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the Lions got to win. It's NFC North, it's still up for grabs, you know. The only team I'd rule out in the NFC North – is maybe the Packers, and that's just a mate. I'd rule out. I'd rule out the Lions too. Okay, you know that's 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 <laughs> fair. I mean, yeah, the, if they have to play the Bears, you know, this this Thursday will be interesting. Just seeing, you know, if the Bears are down their quarterback, they re- their defense will, they'll have to lean on their defense and yeah, try to win the field position battle so they don't have to go as far to kick a field goal or get a touchdown. Mm. Really capitalize off the turnovers. So, yeah, I think this Thursday game could be really good. Moving on, Redskins, Texans. Texans win. That's their seventh game in a row they've won. Um, yeah, they're coming. They're, they're on a roll right now. Yeah. And remember that stat I told you the Redskins have never had a lead change? Uh, I, yeah, I remember you saying something about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lead change this game, so that's now over. But the big story out of this one, 
Alex Smith's injury, compound fracture, that means the bone was out of the skin. I think he broke his tibia and fibia. So, I think there was a similar injury to this last year with that Chicago tight end. And, like, they thought they were going to have to amputate his leg. So, I'm not even sure if Alex Smith will be back next year at this point. He got Kevin Ware out there. Yeah, you could say that. I most definitely could say that. But I think now because of this injury, the NFC East is wide open. And you know who I could see even making a run at this? Who's that, my man? Cowboys. You think so? Look at the Eagles. They're, you know, we'll talk about them. They're up next. We'll talk about them next. Oh, I got the Giants. You got the Giants? They're going <laughs> to, I mean, Odell did say that they're they'll coming, win seven in a row. They're coming from the bottom. <laughs> but, I mean, I could see, It's. I think it's going to come down to Redskins or Cowboys. I'm, and I'm not saying, I mean, the you, the winner of this division could have a record of like nine and seven possibly. Oh, yeah, it's probably not going to be, it's not going to be a, you know, great record but i can i think they're gonna i think it's gonna be a fight out there at the end yeah but i'd, I'd put the money on the redskins or cowboys in this one ah so i still think the giants man you never know well i mean eli has done really good since they're since uh they said that they need to since their coach said that he needs to play better i think he, i saw he's thrown maybe five touchdowns no interceptions he's got the man in clutchness oh yeah i'm sure i'm sure he does <laughs> I mean, over. I, I, he's definitely not a bad quarterback. I don't. I'm not sure on that one. You have to look at all these things. You have to look at how these teams fit their quarterback to their system. It's. I. I think these guys that are in there. They're always like, oh, they're bad quarterbacks. Eh, are they all bad quarterbacks? Now, maybe it's a, maybe Winston. Yeah, that's a possibility. Weren't we hating on Eli earlier in the year though? No. I you were hating probably. I said it's all about fitting the system. It's like the Brady Belichick system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's a great quarterback, but they that, that the system fits him. The coaching fits him. The play system fits him. His players he's got fits him. You that, know that's debatable. They do. I mean, how can I don't know about that. How's that debatable? All right, you got you got Mahomes here. All you on the bandwagon. I'm sorry. He's got, you know, Tyreek Hill. He's got Travis Kelsey. He's got Kareem Hunt to go to. He's got people to get the ball to. How, how did we like get he, to talking about the Chiefs? Because I'm talking about it fits him, though. He has guys to go to. You know, they are, oh, he's a great quarterback. He's a great quarterback. He also has great people to go to. He's not out there trying to play for, you know, he's not playing on the Oakland Raiders. Like, that's not who he's trying to be a great quarterback for. He's not doing these things on those teams. I mean, he, he does have some, Eli does have some weapons, Saquon and Odell primarily, maybe Sterling Shepard too, but that's, that's it. I think he's, I think he's doing good with what he's got. But I think a lot of it's the, the system and how it fits too. I mean, I, I, you said before you would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure about the giant system. If I was them, I'd probably be a run first team, lean on Saquon heavily. And then, you know. They, rely they, on the, they do rely, rely pretty heavily on that man. And then, you know, if you get if you get into a tough spot, you got the veteran Eli Manning to make some plays, make some throws, possibly get you out of these tough situations. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. I, I think he has the capability to, you know, put the ball down the field and make plays. You know, he's seen things. He he can handle some of the pressure. Can move the ball and try to make decisions from things he's seen. You know, in his years in the league. But how does this? So you, because of this, you think the Giants are going to somehow win maybe seven in a row, and win the no, NFC No, dumbass! East? I was joking. Okay. All right, all right. I was just checking because that's what's got that's what got us started on this. All right, moving on. Anyways, all right, n- all right. Yeah, moving on. Next, we got Saints Eagles. Saints. Oh, it was yes. it was a slaughter, slaughter. People, Saints are a wagon confirmed. And it, that wagon is moving. Yeah, it's it's a big wagon. Um, it's got some strong horses on it, and it's going downhill. You're watching that that team play. You are watching one of the best offenses play in a long, long time. I mean, I'm not surprised that the Eagles lost per se. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm just, that, I'm just surprised about how much they've lost by. As you watch them, and even I mean, their offense is, has to be one of the, you know, best offenses in a while, easily. But they're just getting like better and better every game. 
I, you know, I, everything is so quick, sharp, and fast. Like everything is like almost like well perfection. But I mean, everything they do is they you know there's not a lot of mistakes you see on the field. It's almost like an art form, right? It's almost like seeing art made. It's almost would you could say it's kind of like watching Bob Ross paint in those videos, you know. I don't watch Bob Ross. Well, no you, fucking, fucking you, you've never you've never watched Bob Ross in art class or something. I didn't take art class at the choir. Wow, but yeah. Anyway, yep. It's 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 like a war. It's it's poetry in motion. I would say. I'm honestly surprised. Even watching their defense now, though, you can like see their defense getting better with each game too. From the beginning of the season to now, uh, their defense is really able to make some stops and some big plays. I'm really liking their Cola Rush uniforms, too. Those white ones with the gold. Oh, they're sh- I was thinking of this this weekend. I was like, I need to get me one of those. I was thinking it, too. <laughs> I'm going to be ordering me one here real soon. Yeah, I got to get me one. But something about the the Eagles, I'm not – their secondary is just torn apart. Did you see the their starters in the secondary from week – all right, so the, the four stars they had week one – they only have one now, and I think they have maybe two rookies starting in the secondary. It's just torn apart. That's, I mean, that's probably why the Saints blew them out for the most part. But they're just missing their chance because I could see. I mean, I'm not going to rule them out of winning the NFC East, but they're missing their chance. Yeah. But I, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say they missed their chance this game because no matter what, I think I thought they were going to lose. I could, I saw this as possibly. Like maybe a five percent chance that it could be a trap game for the Saints, but I, I'm not surprised. Yeah, we said that before. I don't. Well, every game I, now seems I like a trap game for the Saints because you're you expect them to win by a lot. I know, but I think they're just coming out every game now. You know, Sean Payton has an excellent game plan ready for the game. Breeze can make the calls at the line, change it up, audible to something different, reading the defense, and you've got you know Kamara Ingram, Michael Thomas. You had. Um, Traquan Smith go off this week and make some big plays for him. And you've got, you know, we, I said, you know, I feel like every week talking to you, but they've got um, Taysom Hill. They've got so many different people that are capable of doing their job to perfection. Yeah, it's it's beautiful to watch. I love it. Oh, I love it. I'm just, oh, I'm eating it. <laughs> So we'll keep it in the NFC East for this next one. Cowboys Falcons. Cowboys won last second field goal. You know, I was too, I was flipping over between the Colts the game and this game. Uh huh. So I, I was kind of impressed by the Cowboys. You know, pulling out a it, it was pretty clutch. Um, but now the Cowboys are one game back from the Redskins, and with the Redskins starting quarterback out now, they're having to. Redskins are probably gonna have to start Colt McCoy. I could see the Cowboys taking the lead in this division. Cowboys use Zeke just how I wanted like to see. Like you said, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had 201 scrimmage yards. But like at halftime, he had a good game. At halftime, it was, I, think, I think it was 9-6. to six. It was just a low-score kicking battle. But mm-hmm. the Cowboys made their adjustments. They somehow scored some touchdowns. But, and then they well, they walked it off with the field goal. Uh, I, I didn't get to watch the game, but looking at it and looking at the stats... And maybe you can fill me in, but I don't feel like they're using Amari Cooper like they should be. I don't think. It doesn't look like they trust Dak Prescott as much. I mean, but against the Falcons, Falcons have one of the worst run defenses in the league. You, you <laughs> well, yeah, have I to mean, feed Dak. You have to feed well, Zeke. Well, they did. I mean, they did feed him. I was just saying. I mean, he did get – but it's like everything went to him almost. Like, I just feel like they could – you know, you know, in a game like this, you've got Zeke as an option to go to to get it, but – try to get it out there maybe a little more, see what you can do, get some practice, get into Cooper, see what he can do. So you're ready come other games where you can't go such a run-heavy defense. Yeah, I Because, you know, if you're looking at a third and five, if you're looking at a third and five, you know, feed Zeke the ball, he's probably going to be able to power through, get you that first down. Yeah. Well, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think after this game, I can rule the Falcons out. Of playoff contention. Yeah, they're just kind of—it's like almost like going downhill. They're just having an I th- I won't, slippery slope. Yeah, they're having a down year. You know, some things. Some first game they had a few defensive injuries, and I think that really, you know, just kind of influenced how the year was going to yeah, proceed. It just seems like offensively they're not putting up things they should be. You know, I don't. 
doesn't seem like their receivers are doing what they're all capable of doing. You know, they're not getting to the spots they need to for Matt Ryan and stuff. And I just feel like they're kind of just like just slowly rolling down the hill. Yeah, they're like gonna a fat kid. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's that's a pretty good comparison. Um, but I think they're gonna have to make. They're gonna have to figure something out to do this off season to be competitive in the NFC South. Yeah, absolutely. So next one, Colts absolutely murdered the Titans. Yeah, what happened to the Titans? Jesus. Um, I was watching this game. Colts really impressed me with this game, and uh, you know they've given it's five games now without the offensive line giving up a sack. So how was that possible? Like, the, did they the switch Colts out people in the same? I, no, the Colts' offensive lines really gelled together. They're, I think they're a complete unit right now. It's actually kind of surprising, I, but they I'm did just, lose their starting what center. Happened. They did lose I their starting center. I don't understand what happened. I, I don't know. I That's mean, my question. Like, what happened where Andrew Luck went from being killed to the ball's just – he's throwing the ball and not getting hit. They might be running quicker routes, getting the ball out quicker so he doesn't have to sit in the pocket as long. But he did sit in the pocket pretty long for some times on Sunday, throwing it downfield yeah, I, to T.Y. a lot. Just confused why they didn't uh, do that a long time ago. But you know, this this game can be easily explained. Remember my roller coaster theory? Oh my god, here we go! It held up. I wish it? this. I wish this wouldn't have happened. Yes, it, I, it worked. I know you're right. So I could see the Titans losing their next game, and then they'll start back up. You do a two down. Oh, I got you. I got your roller coaster. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it, you know. I, I, I ruled the Colts out. Well, I did. I said I don't don't think the Colts could do good in the playoffs if somehow they make it. Yeah. Earlier. I take that back. I'm reconsidering it now. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. I know you're on a hot streak here. You're right about Tennessee. So. I mean, I could see it now because AFC. I would say the AFC is weaker than the NFC this year. Just looking at as it, looking at it as a whole. So I could see the Colts somehow squeezing in the playoffs, maybe winning a wild card game. All right, because uh-huh. I think I think Houston will probably win their division. I don't think the Titans will. You know, Jaguars are they're trending downward very very rapidly. Uh huh. So I could see the Colts possibly squeezing in. I mean, that's not a terrible. I just don't know how. I think they're just gonna like I said before. I think what was the last week that I said they were gonna run from uh run from game to game physically run. Mm, That's about I, the only run they're going to be making. Uh, no, they're they're out to shock you, man. But I mean, I do love they're, the they're in they're in too deep now because what I think what are they now five and five? So they are five and five. Mm-hmm. You know they could they could have just tanked when they were what one and four, one and three something. Mm-hmm. They could have just tanked and got a really good draft pick. That but is now, true. Now they're five and five. They might as well compete as hard as they can. Yeah, I think if they keep this up, you know, for all the Colts fans out there talking about this and they're looking out, Andrew Luck not being sacked, like, yes, I can just hear them. You guys could have done this before. Instead of just waiting for, you know, T.Y. to run 30 yards down the field and get himself open and try to lob the ball down there. And by that time, Andrew Luck has got smeared by three different defensive linemen. You guys could have done this before. And, you know, I think they're making quicker plays to uh, get the ball out there so he doesn't get killed. Mm-hmm. Because he was like a punching bag for every team that played them. No matter how bad the team was, he just got the shit smacked out of him. Well, that also went. That also goes back to when he first got in the league. You know, you know how he, he ran it quite a bit during the games, and like yeah. he, he even said he liked getting hit on the first play. You know. Yeah. Well, I think he that shows that like yeah. he he kept getting hit. That sounds like some stupid shit Chuck Pagano told him to say. Tell him you like getting hit. Well, I mean, he kept getting hit until, like, he couldn't get hit anymore, you know? Like, he got really hurt, had to sit out a year. Yeah, no shit, he got hit. He got hit by 300-pound linemen getting drilled every day, and Chuck Magano's just sitting there with his thumb up his ass, looking around like, yeah, man, I don't know, you gotta sit back there and find somebody open. T.Y. was only 20 yards down the field. Well, they, I think they've started, you know, they've started trying to build up their offensive line, and I think it's finally starting to show. That was just my rant against Chuck Magano, because I got over him so fast. Okay. Oh, you can't say you didn't. The people, he, oh, that was just a shit show. It it was. It was. Are you keeping him around for sob stories and letting Andrew Luck get his ass smashed? Next, we'll keep it in the AFC South, is it? With the Steelers, Jags. Steelers somehow came back and won in this one. It was 
I thought they were going to lose, most likely, looking at the scores. But they got extremely lucky. That's like you said. You can't. You know how you said Big Ben died? Mm-hmm. What, two weeks ago last week? Yeah, he 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 was killed. You, you can't. He he's revived just like them now. They're on a they're on a roll. You can't kill you can't kill Steelers right now. Yeah, I mean, he he did show his athleticism. He has superior athleticism than anyone <laughs> on the field with that touchdown run. <laughs> that's that's safe yeah. to say. I mean, he was yeah. He looked like LeBron playing with a bunch of fourth graders. <laughs> Anyways, um. Yeah, looking at it, but, you know, Big Ben had an okay game. I mean, he threw for over 300 yards. It wasn't the most accurate there on completions. Uh, threw more interceptions than touchdowns this game, but uh, Blake Bortles had an absolutely, uh, I would call, terrible game. I'm not surprised. But, you know, I think uh, Fortnite really kept him in the game. Uh, he had 95 yards, 28 carries, um, and that was really about the – extent of their excitingness and he also led them in receiving so yeah, i mean it's kind of a surprise that you know the Steelers had to come back and win that yeah like, i, I, I think honestly, big ben, you know, i think big ben had a bad three quarters and that fourth quarter just really like saved him he was revived he was revived in the sense of football yes by the football gods okay well that got weird and that's about all i've got on that yeah <laughs> yeah like you said I th- the jaguars offense is is mediocre at best if i was they in, didn't have anything going yeah i mean i but something surprising that i didn't really see i didn't see a whole lot of james Conner. like i didn't see any early stats or highlight plays from him uh 25 yards yeah so not i saw he dropped a in the with in the closing minutes, he dropped a wide open pass. That's about all I saw. So yeah, I mean, I bet, yeah, Steelers, everybody's got a bad game. Were, well, the Steelers were down most of the day, so they're probably having to throw it to you know can't run the ball and burn time off the clock when you need it. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's about it from that one. Next, we got Bengals Ravens. Joe Flacco out. Bengals somehow managed to lose with Flacco out, but the Bengals. Did they had, ever put uh, put a line on that? Uh yeah, no, right. not a line of coke, but a line. Yeah, yeah. Right before dates. the game, they announced uh, Flacco was out. I think they took the Ravens were favored. No surprise there. But AJ Green the was Ravens. out. They had. I'm oh, sorry, I didn't mean to jump in, but yeah. they had a really uh, balanced rush um, rushing by you know Edwards and Jackson. Yeah, uh, I thought that was you know the nice and balanced really helps a ground game like that. Yeah, I would Lamar. I think you know. He was he was impressive, not throwing wise, but running wise as on in the quarterback role. He he surprised mm-hmm. me. I thought he did good. I yeah. think he's more dangerous running than he is throwing. But I haven't I haven't seen a whole lot of his throws. I saw he threw an interception. His he he had an okay game throwing, but he had a great game running. Yeah, he threw for 150 yards. I've got it pulled up here. 13 for 19. So what an, an interception there. You don't get any points for throwing interceptions. I don't know if quarterbacks know that. I wish they'd stop throwing it. Yeah, but. I don't know how long Flacco will be out. I've heard some reports say that he could be back this week. Some say that he'll just he's not going to play the rest of the season. He'll just roll over and die. Yeah, but I mean it works good for AFC North quarterbacks with Big Ben doing that. Yeah. So you know, but I can he's see, survived. You know, everybody, Big Ben's a different. He's a different breed. He is. He's a big old head, big war. I just imagine. Listen, let just listen to my theory. I've got a theory. Okay. Big Ben gets a new house, has a new house built. Uh huh. Big Ben starts walking around. Big okay. Ben like goes upstairs or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And one of the doors is just too small. They put in like a thirty-four inch wide door instead of a, you know, a big thirty-six inch, and his big wide head just won't fit through it. And then Big Ben just throws a tantrum, burns the house down. Who the hell put in this door? I, and then he puts on his Will Ferrell costume and hops around. I won't. I won't rule it out. It's just so big. Yeah, he can just see the whole field. His eyes have to be spread so far apart. That's why he's so good. He- <laughs> yeah, but I think back to the Ravens game. You know, if if Flacco is out for the rest of the year, Lamar Jackson's running the show. I could see them like doing similar to the Seahawks almost. Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson both I would say good running quarterbacks. Yes. Not now nothing like no Mike Vick. No. Oh no. I'm reviving somebody. I'm reviving. No, but I could see the Ravens going pretty run heavy, you know? 
I would say, especially with that off the first game, I mean, for what it is, excellent job on the rushing for the quarterback. Yeah, but something for Cincinnati, they've now lost four of their last five. You know, I won't rule them out because they're still in the hunt, but mm-hmm. it's not it's it's not looking good. I would say they're turning downward. They're on that roll, mm-hmm. the fat kid roll. Yeah, yeah, another one. So next one, we got Broncos Chargers. Broncos won by one, 23-22. It surprised me. That, that did me as well. That, <laughs> yeah, that ends the Chargers' six-game win streak. They lost because of a missed PAT. Badgley kind of screwed him over there, missed that PAT. But, you know, I wouldn't put all the blame on him because I watched Rivers. Third down, they try to throw a halfback screen, throws it at the halfback's feet, and he gets really mad at himself, which was kind of funny to watch. Broncos just kind of stole one. Like I, like I said, I think on the preview maybe, Broncos hadn't won like on the road in the AFC West for I think it was close to four years. So this is kind of su- rather Yeah, sorry, surprising. that's on me again. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, I don't know how much you love uh, theories and conspiracies. Yes. And like believe in like juju. Juju? Oh, yeah. Like, what's, you know, juju? Ju- 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 oh, you know. Smith-Schuster? Some, some down-home juju. No, some... Some, you know, some voodoo doll juju. Uh, oh, shit, I don't believe in that. No, uh, he does, people, he does. Um, anyways, uh, I think what it was is the Chargers just had, they had a bad, they weren't, they weren't, how do you put it, what did you say earlier? How did you say about the, the Panthers when they were going forth? They had some, what was, what was the word? Why am I, why am I being an idiot right now? Momentum. They had some Momentum. They didn't have any momentum because they have lost twelve of the last fifteen games against Denver. Yeah, I, I guess that you was in the back that. of their head. I bet the Broncos just sent them a bunch of. They sent them a bunch of balloons. They probably sent them like they, they sent them like fifteen balloons that were. Uh, yeah, I still don't know. Anyways, yeah, I could, I would venture to say the Chargers were negatively impacted by the California wildfires, and that's why they lost. There we go. That makes that makes a lot more sense than anything else. Sure. So uh, we'll take a quick glance at the two other games. Oakland, Arizona. Oakland pulling it off. Yeah, you know, even when they win, I think the Raiders kind of screwed up because this is kind of the this is kind of loser gets the first pick of the draft pretty much, and the Raiders somehow screwed that up. So it looks like the Cardinals could get the first pick. I would say the Cardinals are smart for losing this game. You want to know something? This is a little off topic with what you just said, but like you know, when I'm looking like writing down some notes and some important things like you know you when we put down some like cool facts and shit mm-hmm. and usually the apps would like tell you the, the main headline like let's say for the ravens Bengals, lamar jackson second most rush yards by a rookie qb since 1970 you know some halfway relevant things yeah this game was so bad daniel carlson hit game winning 35 yard field goal like i get it's what won him it's a 35 year there was nothing better in that entire game that that is your headlining statement. It's the bottom. I would say bottom two teams in the league. I know, out, but I'm so. just, you know what's bad when yeah, that's your yeah. like Jesus. So yeah, um, Raiders Raiders screwed up even when they won. So that's all yeah. I got for all that right. one. Yeah, let's just keep moving. Next, next we got Bucks Giants. Giants are now on a two game win streak. I know you're riding them, McAdams. You're riding them hard. <laughs> <laughs> Eli's bouncing back. No, 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 no. Do not put that out there. I'm going to have to defend myself the rest of the season. So Eli, Eli's bouncing back pretty well. Saquon's still a beast. And I didn't even realize it McAdams, but guess what I wrote down in my notes? What is that? Could possibly make a run at NFC East. See, so don't be talking shit. You hear that? If, they, if people have made it this far. Clark, you hypocrite. Okay, I think I think we can calm down a little bit, and uh, say it, I'm a hypocrite. Don't try to blame this on me and say calm down. I'm being calm. I forgot to look at my notes. See, so don't change your mind. Change your mind. AKA hypocrite. Anyways, moving on. Now that my point is clear. So your your guy Fitzpatrick, he got benched for Jameis. <laughs> so you know when you get benched for Jameis, things are you know things are in chaos mode pretty much. Apocalypse mode. Bucks giant. Seriously, Fitz. Fitz, I didn't get to watch the game, but Fitzpatrick gets fucking benched after three interceptions, but we leave old Winston in until he can throw four in a game? Well, they're setting the bar higher now that, you know. <laughs> Knocking it down by one. Then we're going to get down to two. So we're just going to switch quarterbacks more often. Well, I mean, the Buccaneers still only stops? lost by three, so. 
I know. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's all the NFL recap for this week. We're going to take a look at the playoff picture now, starting with the NFC. Right now it's Saints at 1, Rams 2, Bears 3, Redskins at 4, Panthers at 5, and Vikings at 6. But you still have the Seahawks, Cowboys, Packers, Falcons, and Eagles in the hunt. What do you think, Packers Adams? are no longer in the hunt. Okay. We've already talked about this. I would I would venture to say that all four of those teams that you know besides the Packers are still really in the hunt. Like you know they can you can say teams are in the hunt because technically no teams eliminated from the playoffs yet. No, exactly no. But I I don't think I think they're on a downward spiral here. They're trying to not like when they're going to just smack the bottom, but I think they're they're going to have some trouble. Yeah, they can't I, make any they can't make any clutch plays moves and when they need to it's going to be their issue i could see the seahawks sneaking in taking either the panthers or vikings spot and possibly cowboys redskins flipping i'm I'm interested to see the vikings and then in the nfc we got chiefs at one steelers at two patriots three texans four chargers five and ravens at six Mm -hmm. but in the hunt we still have the Bengals, dolphins colts titans broncos and browns Okay. Yeah, okay. I can I'm see interested the, about the Ravens. Yeah, I could see the Lamar Ravens. Lamar Jackson, I think, I can see the Ravens, help that out. I don't know. I could see the Ravens kind of dropping out because I don't think they're – Really? I think Steelers are going to win the AFC North, all right? Mm-hmm. I could see the Colts possibly sneaking in there if the Chargers, you know, if their momentum mm-hmm. slows down off mm-hmm. this loss. I'm just curious to see how Lamar Jackson helps him. If he can, you know, make some good throws still – but can really help balance out a run game where they have to watch him more on sneaking up for a three, four yard gain on a play. I think that could help them. I don't. You have to keep in mind he is still a rookie. He might have some. He might have but, some pains. But, but Mahomes. But Mahomes. Everybody says this is his second year. He had a year to learn under Alex Smith. Still a rookie. Okay, but I. The Dolphins are somehow in like eighth place in the AFC. I don't believe mm-hmm. that. I think they'll drop out of playoff contention. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that would move the Colts up. I don't think I don't think the Bengals Bengals and Ravens are pretty close. But now that the Ravens beat them, that's that's got the Bengals trending downward. Uh-huh. So I think I think for the most part that one's gonna stay the same as it is. Possibly Colts getting in there, Ravens dropping out, but Maybe Chargers dropping out, but that's I think that's pretty much a law. I would agree with you. Some final NFL news. I, did you see this, McAdams? The Browns, uh, Adam Schefter reporting that who they wanted to interview for head coach. No, I did not. Oh, yes, I did. Sorry, blanked. What What would compel them to interview Condoleezza Rice, <laughs> former Secretary of State, if I believe? Yes, under George W. Bush. Um, I think what I read was her leadership ability. Well, I did, which is a good point. I don't think a head coach position in an organization will be where that should be used at. You know, maybe possibly somewhere higher up, like in you know, like a GM or something. GM somewhere, possibly. You know, when it comes down to managing the entire organization, head coach and making plays, no. Absolutely I mean, not. The only the only two reasons that I've seen so far as to why this would be why they would interview Condoleezza Rice. Number one, she has season tickets to Stanford football games. <laughs> not not sure how that really plays into it. And two, she was on the college football playoff committee. That may play a little bit in it, but I don't see why she would be interviewed for a head coach position in the NFL for that. But both the Browns and her have denied it. So I, I, I could believe this though. I, I believe that they actually wanted to interview Condoleezza Rice. It's, I've heard a lot crazier things. Speaking of that, on why they would want her, it's kind of like the whole Hugh Jackson thing and why they wanted him. Now he did have more, but I'm just saying, clearly they, they have had some issues in picking some coaches, and so maybe they're trying to stay on that trend. Possibly, maybe, maybe they're thinking, well, and nothing else is working, so let's just go get I, a let's just go get a woman that's never coached football before and throw her in there and see what happens. Well, I think they owe like sixty three point five million dollars, anyways, to old coaches. 
Yeah. Or I don't know how much they are, the Hugh Jackson or whatever. I, I don't know all that, but they're like, well, fuck it. We might as well go ahead and throw some more money away. So that's all the NFL news recaps we got for this week. Let's take a look at some college football. First game we got up, Syracuse lost to Notre Dame, 36-3. to A big part of this big – I think a part of this big loss is because their quarterback, Dungy, he got hurt. I heard reports it could be a pinched nerve. Oh, he, he got he got hurt pretty early. It looked like he was having trouble with his back and hip. So people were saying it was a pinched nerve. I'm not sure. I haven't seen anything on what it was yet. But that hurt them a lot because they were putting up a lot of points with him. So after he went out, that offense just kind of went to hell. Yeah, I think that's Notre Dame doing Notre Dame things this year, though, too, on top of that. Like, I think they still would have um, easily won that game for the most part. Yeah, I didn't – I. I kind of expected them to win big, but maybe not like thirty-six to three big. Like I thought, no, it may have been not like, that big. But possibly like thirty-six fourteen, maybe something thirty-six twenty-one, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Thirty-six seventeen, but um, I think they, yeah, they're kind of on a roll by far. Yeah, but Notre right Dame, now. they have to go to USC this weekend. Last last regular season game, you know they're in, they're an independent. They don't have a conference championship game, so if they win at USC, they're pretty much locked into the college football playoffs. Uh-huh. It's a possible trap game, but I don't I don't think USC will give much trouble. They're having one of their worst years since I think like two thousand. I don't yeah, even, I don't, I don't think I'm they're going sure to a bowl tra- this year. I, I'm predicting a blowout for Notre Dame. Yeah, I don't trap games this year haven't seemed to been going the way they um they usually do. Mm-hmm. At least in the NFL, so um, we'll have to see. But like you said, I don't think they'll give them too much trouble. No. So next we got Ohio State Maryland. Ohio State won fifty two fifty one in overtime. Oh my god, that game was something else. It it was entertaining to watch. Ohio State looked awful. Their defense oh my, looked I... like they got bullied. You know their defensive line. I think it's the it was their strength going in. But it was just getting straight up bullied and harassed by Maryland's O-line. It was just something else. I don't know watching it, like, at the beginning, like, I was sitting there, we went to, we went to, this is not an ad, we went to B-dubs, because they have the new $5 pitchers and $5 meals on game day. Really? Whatnot. Yes, they do. Ooh. $5 burger and fries, $5 fries and $5 brought. pitcher? And five dollar pitchers, yes. Whoa. They're only thirty eight ounces. This is not an advertisement. This sounds like an advertisement. Anyways, moving on. No free ads. <laughs> uh, at the beginning of the game, Haskins was not looking so hot. Mm-mm. Some of the reads he was doing and his throw, I think he ended up twenty eight and thirty eight. I think his first ten attempts that he missed were at the beginning of the game. Because he was just I mean, I don't know, it looked like he was just going through the motions. Like I would watch him and it was like when he was doing like read options and stuff, it was just like do to do do do, and it was just awful. And I was watching; they were showing Urban Meyer on the sideline, and he looked like he was about to die. I thought yeah. he was gonna have a heart attack. Yeah, but he ended up with four hundred five yards and three touchdowns, only one interception. So he had a hell of a game. But at the beginning, on his side, it I thought it looked awful. Yeah, Ohio State just looked awful in general, and now they're heading into the big game, big rivalry game with Michigan this week. I, I think Michigan stands a chance of blowing them out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a prediction for you. Okay. Urban Meyer will step down after this season. He has had a lot of stuff going on. I know. You know, I don't I don't think he's I think enjoying it as much anymore. He was not enjoying that game. No, I, th- I think he's tired of it. He would much rather do something else and, you know, be under high-stress environment like that. So I think he'll step down after this year. And get in other scandals. I think he'll he'll accept it. He might go to like ESPN or Fox Sports or something like that. But yeah, I don't I don't think he'll stay there another know, year. I almost feel like it's in his blood though. Well, he stepped away earlier in his career, and I mean he came back, but but he came back. Yeah, but he because he said he missed it. I don't think I don't think if he stepped away now he'd miss it too much with how he looked on Saturday. <laughs> That's only one game. I don't know. I just feel like you know he, he stepped away, came back. I it, it may be in his blood, bub. Little footballs, no hemoglobin, just footballs. True football, man. That's my theory for you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. So next we got Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Oklahoma State upset in Stillwater, 45-41. So now I think West Virginia is out of the playoff race. 
I mean, Oklahoma State, they're dangerous at home. They beat Texas at home, West Virginia at home. It's hard to bet against Oklahoma State at home. And uh, on the rushing side, you know, they've got some really – they got love Hubbard, Cornelius. You know, they were pretty balanced, 26 attempts, 134 yards, 13 attempts for Cornelius, 106 yards. I mean, able to rush the ball there, you know, two weapons to use. Staying in the Big 12, we got Kansas, Oklahoma. Kansas lost 40 to 55, but they did. I would say they won the week. Announced they hired Les Miles as head coach. I think that I think that'll be a, a pretty good fit for them. I think that'll that sh- they may be able to get them things going here in the future. I would say one of the top hires they could have got because he's all in. He I can tell he missed football. Uh-huh. He missed the coaching thing of it. But here's the thing. He's a big, like, defensive guy, focusing on the defensive side of the ball when he was at LSU, uh-huh. making those really good defenses at LSU. I'll be interested to see how he does in the Big 12 because of, like, how much the offenses explode in that. Because, like, you saw the score of this game, 40-55. to 55. Yeah. I'd like to see how his defense does in it. Yeah, if he can get some stops and stuff, too, and get that defense to kick it up a notch and stuff. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they can bring you know their opponents' score down on that end and kind of get that score to more a comparable level to where mm-hmm. they can compete. Yeah, but speaking on Oklahoma for a second, I think this game is a good example of why Oklahoma shouldn't be in the college football playoffs. Giving up forty points to Kansas, this, yeah, absolutely. The defense is—I think their defense is awful. And they haven't beat a top twenty-five team all year. Uh, there's there's no evidence they, to why they should be in the college football playoff. They gave up twenty-three points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, like, I mean they were doing like seven, three, seven, and then twenty. Like they just gave it up. Uh, did they get tired? Well, how many did they score in the fourth quarter? Um, they put up they put up twenty points. I'm not saying that, but like to give up just twenty-three points in the fourth quarter, like what what happened? They might they might have been playing their subs. I'm not sure. I didn't really watch the game. I did not get to watch it either. So that's what I'm curious about. There, but I mean, either way, putting up 40 points. So, but to your statement, then if you say they shouldn't be in the playoffs for putting letting 40 points, you know, they only put up seven, let them put up 17 points in three quarters. I, I just don't think they're that. I don't think I think their defense is overrated, and they haven't beat a top 25 team all year. So, what makes you think that they could beat a top four team in the playoffs? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if you're saying they're playing their subs and it's okay for them to put up 23 points, then that's why. Because they only put up 17 over three quarters, let's say, if they had their you know, first string in the entire time. So that's the point. Or if you're not saying that, then 23 points is ridiculous, and you're exactly right. I, don't, I, I just don't think Oklahoma should be in the playoffs. We'll just be consistent here. We already know you're a hypocrite. False. True. Moving on. Moving on. We got Texas 24, Iowa State 10. Herman hooked him, fair to say. <laughs> Texas is heading towards a Big 12 title game. But With all the stress. Did, yeah, but they did lose their quarterback, Sam Ellinger. He's out with a shoulder injury. Not sure when he'll be back, so that's kind of a blow to them. But Yes. Texas is kind of riding high. Herman's hooking him. Everything's co- okay, cool, hook him there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, hook him. <laughs> and our final oh. college game, we got Cincinnati. 13, UCF 38. You know, I was kind of surprised by UCF here. I thought Cincinnati would put up a better fight. But here, here's my opinion, all right? Ready for this, McAdams? Always. Everybody's talking about if UCF should be in the playoffs or not. I say let them in. Because, I mean, if you let them in, watch them play against, say, Alabama, Clemson, or Notre Dame, we'll see if they're uh-huh. legit. It's a sink or swim scenario. I mean, I, I think they have a better shot at – competing than say Oklahoma because UCF has top 25 wins Oklahoma Mm -hmm. doesn't and I think yeah like last year UCF beat Auburn and it it was a good game but I think that you know that UCF team might have been okay in the playoffs they might have still lost to Georgia Alabama but Mm -hmm. I think they would have held their own yeah so I mean I guess if that if that's the way you know let a man let's see how they do and you won't You'll see. Well, I mean, they've won twenty three. They've won twenty three in a row. I think it's fair to just you know let them in. Yeah. Over like a one loss Michigan team per se, because I mean they've won twenty three in a row. 
Yeah, let get them. I mean, they're they're gonna either sink or they're gonna they're gonna fight and they're gonna swim. Yeah. I mean, once you, once you're in the playoff, you're on national TV. You can't hide then. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So that's but what, this game. Oh, national television. <laughs> well, yeah, but yes. like, I don't, uh, not a lot. I of that. Like, I don't. No, even, I don't watch. I don't go out of my way to watch UCF games. <laughs> you don't. No. Oh, that's all you watched. Oh, okay. So that's that's all the college football. It's time for some segments. You, are you ready, Garrett? No, I'm gonna go through this because yeah, some of this stuff is not making me happy. Alrighty, all right. First one, we got crown the king. Who are we crowning king this week, McAdams? Uh, I'm crowning Mr. Tyreek Hill for the uh, Chiefs. While they may have not won the game, of course, um, he did an excellent job for me. Brought me down from about a two percent chance winning on my fantasy team up to three points within winning the game. You know, if that pass would have been completed to him. Had they went to overtime, probably would have won. So it's going to him. Yeah. Is that all you got for this week? I've got one on there. Yes, sir. All righty. I got a couple. Kenny Galladay, Lions receiver, came through for me in the clutch, but dropped about 25, helped me get that win. Shout out to the Rams defense. Get me about 20, helping me come through with that win. Like you said, Tyreek Hill dropped massive load of points. How many did he drop? Uh, I think it was 44 for me. Yeah, it was nice. And uh, two more. I got the entire Colts and Saints teams just absolutely balling, balling on a budget, you could say. <laughs> I don't, yeah, sure. I don't know about the balling on a budget part, but, yeah, they go on. I mean, they do have a budget. I mean, they have limited cap room. That is Shut a budget. Up. That is a budget. Shut up. Shut right. up. Next, we got Dunce Cap. Who, who's got the Dunce Cap this week, McAdams? For me, it's the Panthers. The entire team. Okay. <laughs> they lost to the Lions. They had momentum. They're getting the Dunce Cap. I got two for the Dunce Cap. I got Fitzpatrick. It's it's an automatic Dunce Cap if you get benched for Jameis Winston, all right? Uh, no, I, no I'm, ifs, nope. ands, or buts. I don't agree. Okay. He threw less interceptions. There is something going on there. I'm I'm still giving it to Fitzpatrick. Throw Jameis in there. That's you know, you, you're getting a dunce cap if you get benched for Jameis. That's just my rule, all right? Well, not if not if there's something behind it. Okay. And uh dunce cap on the Eagles secondary, just letting Drew Brees pass with ease. Come on, you gotta fix that. Fair enough. So do we do we got any beef this week, McAdams? Yeah, I do. Me and the Texans. You and the Texans? Mm-hmm. Did not even look. Not even look at Demarius Thomas. Did not use him. They I don't understand. Ridiculous. Yeah, I got I got some beef with uh somebody you might might have mentioned earlier, Devin Funches, wide receiver for the Panthers. I started him, he's projected around twenty. He gave me five points, man. Like what the hell? What the hell are you doing, but, man? But that's uh, that's a different. But my God, they didn't even look at Demarius. But I understand. I also wrote down I got beef with Big Ben. I'm trying to remember why though. I I can't tell you, Bob. I don't know. I, I I can't remember it either. But Big Ben, we got beef. I'll I'll talk to you later about that. You call him up on his rotary phone. Yeah. I'll, no, I'll have to send him a letter or something. <laughs> All right, Clark, we got to get to this next part because I'm a little upset with how I did. All right, let's look at the bets we made. I'm wanting to get it over. How did you, your bets do, McAdams? All right, well, I got Rams-Chiefs over. That was easy, not a problem, got mm-hmm. it. The next three listed on this page that I have in the order I read them, Chiefs win by the spread. Nope. Nothing like that good interception that Mr. Mahomes throws. So you can add him onto who I'm beefing with because now I'm a little upset about that. I don't know why he just didn't throw the ball out of bounds, go somewhere else. Why he tried to go that deep? I don't know what he saw. The uh, the Bucks Giants under. I can't remember what the what the under was, but I think it was it was like far less than what they scored combined. Underdogs had that with the Chiefs. Nope, that was wrong. But the Saints, my lock was the Saints under fifty six and a half. Coming in clutch, combined total points was at fifty five. Whoa. Right? Yes, 55. So that was, they came in just right. All right, for my bets, so, you know. Two for five. 
that's not terrible. We had a few good weeks there. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess so. But I'm still upset. Okay. Chiefs okay. could have won that. That would have we'll, been fucking hot. We'll bounce back. We'll get on a heater and we'll ride it. I'd have been poor. For, all right, we'll get that heater going. <laughs> <laughs> so for, for my bets, I took Chiefs as underdogs. Wrong. I had spread spread pick Titans plus one and a half. That was wrong. The over, I took Houston Washington over forty two and a half, and that was yeah. So Houston Washington over forty two and a half barely hit at forty four. Good on that one. I had the under of Broncos Chargers under forty six and a half. Barely clocked in on that one too at forty five. And my lock, Seahawks covered against the Packers. So I went three for five. Not a bad week. Finished in the green. Yeah, so, not a bad week. Huh? You know, not a, not a terrible week, I would say. We finished, yeah, you're over half. Combi- you're combined, combined, we finished 500. So what's your regrets of the week, McAdams? Uh, honestly, um, a little bit. One of my regrets this week was hopping on the, uh, <laughs> the Mahomes bandwagon last week. Kind of and thinking the Chiefs as a whole were going to be able to take this game against the Rams. And uh, putting some of my bets on that one there. Putting, uh, let's see, two of those were wrong with that. So that put me four for five had I not done that. So a little bit, you know, he didn't come in too clutch there at the end for me. So that's a little bit upsetting. Yeah, yeah. My other one was playing Demarius Thomas this week who came in with, you know, zero points for me and taking out Mr. Um, Traquan Smith who had a – Awesome week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went off. He had a, yes, a record-setting career for him. Game. So for my regrets, they are all they all deal with gambling. Regret taking the Titans, plus one and a half. That was kind of a dumb move. I took the Bengals as plus 225 underdogs, straight money lined. They kind of screwed that one up for me. And now I figure out why I put Big Ben is on my beef and he... Because I have the Steelers as one of my regrets of the week. Big Ben strung together, I would say, possibly three of the worst quarters you could have and somehow still managed to win, but he didn't cover. So, uh, Big Ben, what the hell, man? Well, there we found the beef. Yeah, yeah. We found the beef, all right. That's so, what Rock Hurley would say, where's the beef? So, I think that's about it for this this episode. You got anything to add, McAdams? No, I think that's about it. I think I've, uh, I think I spoke my beef and... Put out my lovely opinions. Alrighty, well, that's all from me. Thanks, thanks for listening, guys. We got another episode coming this week. Alright, yeah, we got another episode coming this week. The preview for the upcoming week. Be sure so to stay check tuned. That out. Give us a follow on our, all of our social media, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Peace.